Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, Tiff here. Welcome to the Tiffany Micah podcast. So the thing I'm going to ask you today is, are you struggling with confidence? And if you're saying, Tiff, yeah, I am. I am struggling with confidence. I don't know how I can build myself into being confident. People say, all you've got to do is say that you're confident. But I don't really know how to do it because I don't believe that I'm confident. And and I'm not sure what I need to do to it to help myself do that. I don't know what to do. Well, today what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to create a way in which you can start building your confidence. Now, this is going to be the beginning of it. Like it's how to build confidence 101. But if we work through this together and you do these few steps that I'm going to share with you on how you can build your confidence, then we can uh, work on continuing that process over time, okay? So don't be too worried right now if you lack confidence or you have a low self-esteem or a low opinion of yourself or you don't feel like you're good enough at anything. It's okay to feel like where you are. I understand it. I have been there, which I'm going to share a couple of stories with you and you'll understand why. And then I'm going to show you and share with you how you can then start building your confidence and some simple things that we can put in place to make that happen. So many years ago, when I was about 24, 25, I got involved with a, with a guy who was much older than me. And the reason that I ended up getting involved with him as a, you know, as in a relationship was because I didn't think much of myself. I thought that I was not good enough at anything. Uh, you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, you would have heard that of my my failure and disappointment of not accomplishing my my tennis dream and my tennis goals. So I, my opinion of myself was very low. I had a very low self esteem. I'd had a you know a couple of flings with some in you know some guys in in the, the sort of the you know, early twenties and so on, who didn't make me feel very good about myself anyway, even though I had a low opinion of myself. So there was a pattern starting to form even then was that the people or the men that I were, I was attracting in my life were, uh, men in which, uh, encouraged me in the sense of, that's why I had no confidence. That's why I attracted those those people into my life. Didn't think I was um, attractive enough. Thought I was ugly. This is why I attract these types of guys. 
Um, so my opinion of myself was very, very low. Never thought I'd ever really meet anyone. Just took whoever came along because I was felt so desperate to be loved and, and desperate to be cared for. And um, it was really not a good place to be in, in that time. And that was when I was dealing with my failure and disappointment as a tennis player, still trying to come to terms with that, um, trying to figure out what I was going to do next in my future. I was had gone back to uni and I was studying in university and I was trying to figure out what I was going to do then. But very, I was a very, very sad person, very sad on the inside. I Even recently, I went to the UK uh, and caught up with a friend a couple of years ago, it's before COVID, and uh, she showed me some photos of her engagement party that I went to and I was like, oh my God, I look so sad who's that sad girl? And it just made me feel sad on the inside that I was, you could see the pain, the frustration and the sadness that that I had even then through all the disappointments. So because of that, I felt non-worthy, didn't think that I was worth anything or of any value to anyone. So therefore I got involved in, in, uh, a particular relationship in my, in my early twenties or mid twenties that was not healthy for me at all. So this relationship that I went through was, you know, I got treated very poorly uh, emotionally. Was I was always walking on eggshells. Nothing I ever did was was good enough. Um, uh, I was always considered as the, you know, I always wanted to feel loved, never felt loved, always felt rejected. Um, you know, I had to do what I was told. If I didn't, there was arguments, all of that kind of thing that would come up in that relationship. But I kept staying. I stayed in that relationship for a long time because I was hanging on because I didn't know what to do next. And I didn't realize really how poor a mental attitude I had towards myself. Like it was very, very low, very, very low opinion of myself. So then moving on from from that relationship and I we ended up splitting up which was a good thing by the way and then I moved on into another relationship and I went through the same sort of thing and then I met another man and I went through the same sort of thing again can you see there's a pattern developing so what happened with this this guy that I got involved with again he was uh, you know not as much older as the previous guy, but he was um, a number of years older than me as well. And I was just getting my life together. I was just getting my act together and, and everything. I was starting to feel more settled within. And But I, my confidence still wasn't there. My uh, belief in me still wasn't there. I still felt like I, I still wasn't sure where I was headed in the world. Um, so I was in my um, mid-30s then sort of 34, 35, I'd just taken up golf and I was trying to figure out where I was headed and I got involved with this guy and he made me feel so special initially and and I thought, oh great, you know, I've finally met the right guy and, um, you know, we've got a a good thing happening here and um, he's sporty like me and he thinks the same way as me. Well, I will tell you, I was I, that was a big misjudgment I made on on that part. What I discovered was he was the same as the other guys that I had been dating previously, exactly the same. Actually, he was he was like the worst kind of person, really mean, 
very demeaning, kept telling me I was weak and I wasn't worth anything. Um, I was never good enough at anything. He put a lot of pressure on me to perform it in golf when I first took up golf. And if I didn't perform well, he wouldn't speak to me. If I didn't do what he was told, he wouldn't speak to me. Um, he'd turn the phone off for, for days and just wouldn't return my calls. When he was wanted to speak to me and he you know, wanted me to do things for him, he'd be ringing me all the time. I would, it was just a constant thing. So morning, noon and night, text messages, phone calls, He'd be um, hassling me to do anything that he wanted to do. And because because of I felt like, oh, you know, this is the guy for me, which wasn't, but at that time, this is the guy for me. I'll do everything that he wants me to do. And I was doing everything that he told me to do. I was doing everything that he said. And, and I wanted to keep the peace. I wanted to make sure everything was, um, was okay because I thought if I don't upset him, then the relationship is better. So when the relationship was um, not going well, which was like a, it was a very volatile relationship, so there'd be lots of love, lots of hate, lots of anger, lots of frustration, lots of yelling. I mean, that's the kind of thing that I was I never wanted to be part of, and I was stuck in the middle of that relationship, feeling all these various emotions, going through a roller coaster of emotions every day. You know, some days waking up bawling my eyes out, other days, you know, feeling really good about the world. Uh, everything was always my fault. So everything that ever happened between us was always my fault. I was always accused of doing the wrong thing. I always felt very insecure. He was always making, um, you know, very lewd comments and rude comments about other people, um, separated me from my family. It was just that slow manipulation that was going on. And I allowed and I allowed that to happen. And the reason that I allowed that to happen was because I didn't think much of me. I didn't think I was valuable enough in the world. I didn't have any belief in me. I thought, oh, well, he knows, he knows better. I must be, you know, there must be something wrong with me. And he used to make me feel like all the time there was something wrong with me. And I was like always trying really hard to work on improving me to make me better so that he would approve of me and it was such a really bad place to be in but it happens and it happens a lot out there in the world and that's why I'm sharing this with you is because that type of stuff does go on and I don't want you to go through that and if you're in a situation where you're in a relationship with someone who's making you feel like you're not worthy, who doesn't make you feel that you're not important enough, who um, always is telling you that you're never good enough and you'll never be good enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not you know, sexy enough, you're not attractive enough, you're not um, good enough at anything, uh, what, whatever it is, everything's always your fault. If you've got somebody that's always blaming you, that relationship is not working for you and it's not you, okay? There's nothing wrong with you. That was the thing that I always felt. It was always me. It was always my fault. There was something wrong with me and this is why the relationship was always struggling. But there's nothing wrong with you. If you're in this situation, it's not you. The problem is is that it's that person in the sense of they have some issues going on and because of how you feel about you, 
you're sucked into their world. So there you become part of their world and you get involved in what's going on with them. They're going to bring you down with them. Okay, that's what happens. So this guy that I was involved with, he had a poor opinion of a lot of things and he did some not so nice things throughout our relationship and previous relationships that he had been in. And uh, he he was bringing me down with him and I was allowing that to happen because I didn't know any better because I was still trying to make the relationship work. It's all right. He can keep telling me how bad I am or how awful I am or I'm weak and I'm not good enough or I'm a, he would call me a psycho all the time, that kind of thing that he knew that that would upset me. I was like, I know, I'll keep working through it. I'll just hang in there. But what was happening is he was stripping away step by step, word by word, my confidence. And when you hear all that negativity over and over and over again, you start to believe it. You start to believe it. So what we need to make sure that if you're in that situation, one, you can reach out to me and have a chat to me. I'm I'm always open. My door is always open to have a chat to you. So no problem. But go and talk to someone. Go Go and speak to a counselor or a psychologist or something like that to to help you okay you can't do this alone you need you do need guidance and help I did I had a really good friend of mine uh, I'll say her first name Susan so I'll be forever grateful for Susan she kept saying to me Tiff you know go and see go and talk to to Jill the psychologist go and talk to her I was like oh no I'll be right and then one day there was this thing that happened and I said, right, I've got to go and talk to her. And I was telling Jill, the psychologist, about the things that I was going through with this guy that I was um, dating in in my, you know, when I was about 35. And I was telling her all these things and this roller coaster of emotions that I was going through and, and stepping on eggshells and nothing I ever did was good enough. And I was always in tears. And, and she said to me, Tiff, I've seen women go through this for decades. So she said, the decision that you want to make is, do you want to go through this decision? Do you want to go through this, what you're going through now for decades? Or do you want to get out? And I said, I want to get out. And I spent the rest of that session bawling my eyes out, used a whole box of tissues. But that was the decision that I made then is like, I can't live my life this way anymore. It is, it is bringing me down. I'm not feeling like I'm worthy. I'm not feeling like I'm good enough. I'm always in tears when I wake up in the morning. I, w- I used to wake up crying. Then I'd cry throughout the day, bore my eyes out if I wasn't working or anything like that. Come home, bore my eyes out, go to bed, bore my eyes out. And then I'd start the day again. So my eyes were always red. I was always exhausted. Um, was never sleeping. I'd wake up in the middle of the night, bawling my eyes out. I had very limited sleep. It was really, it was a really challenging time, but I didn't want to live my life like that in the, anymore. I wanted to change the way in which I was living because it wasn't serving me. It wasn't healthy for me. I was aware. I got to a point where I was aware that like, no matter what I do with this guy, whatever I do for him will never be good enough. And I just can't live my life this way anymore. And I don't want to feel bad about myself anymore. I want to change this. So then I went through the process to start to do that. So I share these stories with you because 
I don't want you to go through what I went through. If you're going through this situation now, please get help. Reach out to someone, talk to them about it, okay? So, so important because what we need to make sure that you have is you have confidence. You believe in yourself. You are worthy. You are good enough. You are good enough. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to share with you some ways in which you can start to build your confidence. It's just the starting point. I'm not saying this is the answer because it's going to be a process. I mean, the position that I'm in now in my life, I'm still working on myself every day. There's still thought processes and so on that I work through. But I'm in such a good place now. But I've spent many years working on improving me, in making me better, making not making me better, but making me feel better about me, accepting who I am, loving me. right? And I want you to love you and accept you. Because I do. I care about you. That's why I share these with you. I want you to have what you want in your life. I want you to be happy. I want you to go after your big dreams in your sport or anything else that you pursue. It won't be just sport. It'll be so many other things. I want you to take the world, take the world on and go and accomplish everything that you want to accomplish. But we need to make sure that we have confidence because possibly where you're at right now is you may not feel that way. You may not feel like you can do it yet. So what I'm going to do here is share with you three steps on how to start building your confidence so that we can get the ball rolling, okay? Now, number one is what I want you to do here is I want you to write out belief phrases. And belief phrases is where you're at right now of working on creating better beliefs than what you currently have. Because you might have the belief that you're not good enough. So you look at everything to justify why you're not good enough. So what we need to do is we need to change that way in which you're thinking and start writing out um, more positive beliefs. Okay, I don't like to say positive beliefs, but, but that's how I'm going to term it because you'll understand what I'm talking about. Now, these are affirmations. You can call them affirmations. A lot of them is to reaffirm, right? What we're going to be doing is reaffirm what we want and how we want to think and feel. But I call them belief phrases because we're going to change the beliefs that you currently have into better beliefs so that you're out there becoming the person that you want to become. So simple things uh, that you could do, because remember, this is going to be a work in progress, but simple things you can do with the belief phrases is, is writing out, I am getting better every day. Or I am building my confidence every day. Or I'm learning to love me every day. Or I'm learning to understand me better every day. Whatever it is, I don't want you to say, I believe in me, I believe in me, I believe in me. Because your brain's going to go, no you don't, no you don't. So we want things that's going to help you run through a process that's going to help build your confidence. So that's the first thing, write out your belief phrases. The second thing that you want to do, the second step is 
have an evidence journal. I love this because this, I actually wrote this about this in my book as well, Focus, How to Reach Your Potential in Sport, Business and Life. I talked about this in, in, the, in my book about an evidence journal. And what an evidence journal is, is how you want to show up in the world each day. But you write the evidence to create how you've shown up in the world. So what you want to do here, for example, simple things. In your evidence journal, you write down the date and then you write, I am happy. And then at, at the end of the day, because you do this in the morning, but I'll tell you, tell you what structure you need to do that. But at the end of the day, then you look at all the things that why you were happy or you showed up happy in the day today or that day, or I am confident. That's how you want to show up in the world today. What are the things that you saw throughout the day that helped create confidence for you? Or I love life. And then at the end of the day, you write down all the things that came up of why you love your life. Very good way to look at it, isn't it? Right? Because what we're doing is we're building affirmations or building belief in ourselves. And then we're writing out how we want to show up in the day. And we're, we're looking for evidence for that. Okay? All on, obviously, on the positive side of things. The third thing we want to do is we want to have a calendar. And we want a visual calendar. So you can stick it up on your wall where it's got those little blocks of each day. You know, 1st of March, 2nd of March of March all in those little blocks and what I want you to do there is you mark off on the calendar when you've written out your belief phrases and when you've done your evidence journal and you want both of those you want to be marking off that um, the calendar every single day and the plan is to not break the chain so we want to make sure we put an X or a tick or whatever it is that you want to put in those boxes but you want it to be visual don't keep it in your phone Print, it, print out the, the month of March, for example, put it up on your wall and then tick it off or put an X on it or what, whatever, smiley face, whatever. But we need each block for each day filled in and we don't want a gap in that block. We don't want to break that chain, okay? Now, if you've done that for a whole week, then what I want you to do is reward yourself. Get yourself a treat or something that's going to make you feel good and go, yeah, you know what? I can see it on the calendar. I've completed the week. I did everything that I said I was going to do. I was going to write out my belief phrases. I did that every day. I worked through my evidence journal and I've marked it off the calendar. Well done to me because we got to look at the little wins. Well done to me. I'm going to reward myself. And at the end of the month, if you can do the whole month, uh, marking off that calendar every day guess what you can buy yourself a really cool present because the thing is is you want to reward yourself you don't want to whip yourself you whip yourself enough as it is because you think so lowly of yourself what we want to do is build confidence so what you want to do at the end of the month when you have not broken the chain buy yourself something really special okay now the best way to do uh, this structure is in the morning what you want to do is you want to write out your belief phrases and then you want to fill out your journal. You put your date and then you write out the statement for the day of how you want to show up in the world. That's what you want to do in the morning. 
Then in the afternoon, when you've come home from school or work or training or whatever it is that you have done throughout that day, what I want you to then do is open up the evidence journal and for example, if I am happy, then I want you to write down everything that showed up in that world, in your world that day that made you feel happy because there's the evidence for it. So you do that in the afternoon. And then that afternoon as well, you mark off your calendar that you've done the belief phrases and you filled out your evidence journal and then you've given yourself a big tick, big smiley face, whatever the kind of thing you want to put on the calendar, but we don't want any gaps in the calendar, okay? So that is what I want you to do to start building confidence in you. Very simple steps. They're not hard to do, um, but we've got to... We've got to do it. We've got to start building ourselves into the people that we want to become for ourselves. You're not doing this for anyone else. You are doing this for you. If you don't like where you're at in your life now, one, get some help for sure. Go and talk to a counselor or or someone who's going to give you guidance um, that's going to help you. But the second thing is let's start building that confidence. Okay, you can do this. I'm here with you as well. So if you'd love to share with me or if you'd love to have a chat with me or, or, or share with me via email um, how you're going or you need some help to work some things out, please don't hesitate to, um, to get in contact with me. Make sure you email me at tiff at tiffany-mika.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear how things are going. So you've got some work to do. I want you to start working on building your confidence. We're going to start believing in ourselves. We're going to start today. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love it if you could share with me what you like best about what you heard today. And I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams. Take care. Talk soon. Before you go, do you want to build confidence, belief, strength and courage in you to go after your big dreams in your life and in your sport if you do go to www.tiffany-mika.com and get a copy of my book focus how to reach your potential in sport business and life i look forward to seeing you there dream big believe in you go after your dreams